Hi, this is Alana Terry. Welcome to Season 5 of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast, bringing you some full and complete and unabridged Christian fiction audiobooks to keep you encouraged and inspired. This season's audiobook is called What Dreams May Come and is narrated by Pamela Lawrence, written by me, Alana Terry, and sponsored by our COVID-19 fundraiser. So what we're doing is taking some of my ebook novels and I've bundled them up as a pay what you can product with a portion of all royalties going to support local relief efforts for COVID-19. If you want to be involved in this fundraiser, it's going to be for a limited time. You can check it out at alanaterry.com slash novels. And now enjoy today's episode of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. Chapter 32 April 5th Darling, what a long day. Thank you so much for your prayers for me. Even though we didn't get a chance to talk much this week, I've felt your prayers lifting me up and encouraging me through all the plans and extra work. If it weren't for that, I'm not sure how I could have made it to tonight. The ceremony was perfect. Mom was gorgeous, but of course, no surprises there. I wish you could have seen Kitty. At first, we weren't sure if she'd feel up to it. You know, how she can get kind of particular about things. Pouty. She's the sweetest, kindest soul in the world. But she can hold a grudge if she thinks you've ignored her too long. And Mom's been so busy, and last night Kitty wouldn't even talk to her. So we were all pretty worried. But today she was on her best behavior. Mom let her wear that hot pink bridesmaid's dress. The one she wore the night of my prom. I'll have to send you some pictures soon. She was beautiful, and she knew it, too. That girl can be so vain. But I think she realized she had to behave herself if she wanted everyone to be able to see her looking so pretty. And she did great. You should have heard it. Right when the pastor got to the part where he told Derek to kiss the bride, Kitty let out a huge snort. Derek and Mom were both laughing so hard, and so was everybody else. It hardly counted as a kiss when they finally got to it. I wish you could have been there. I really do. But I think Mom was right. There was so much going on, it wouldn't really have given us any time to spend together. And having you here at Mom's wedding would have gotten all the folks at church talking, and you can imagine what that's like in a small town like ours. I just can't wait for when you do come visit, though. I can't believe we'll actually be spending Easter together. I'm sure other people could find a more romantic holiday, but I think it's a perfect symbol of how the blood of Christ brought us together. I can't wait. Well, it's nearly 11, and I'm completely exhausted, and I've got to get up early tomorrow. I know it's silly, but I'm actually nervous about taking care of Kitty this week. It's nothing I haven't done before. I just haven't done it this many days in a row by myself. Mom and Derek deserve this honeymoon, and I'm not going to complain at all. Still, I'd love your prayers, okay? I can't believe what an encouragement you've been to me. I probably don't say it enough. So, thank you. Blessings. Your Susanna
Chapter 33 Well, God, you brought me through another long morning. I don't know how you managed, but you did. Susanna relished the sound of the hot water filling up the tub. She couldn't remember the last time she'd enjoyed a long bath. After checking one last time to make sure Kitty was still napping soundly, she put on one of her mom's old instrumental worship CDs and sank into the tub. The Lord is my strength and my shield, an ever-present help in times of trouble. She shut her eyes, letting the water fill all the way to the top. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. She hummed along with the soft piano and violin music and thought about some of her favorite verses from Psalms. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. God had given her so much, a close family, almost two decades with a kind, gentle mother who taught her about the Lord and modeled how to be a selfless servant to others. A few months of excitement and happiness when she'd thought she'd found the man she wanted to marry. Comfort, even in the worst of troubles. The Lord is good, and his love endures forever. Maybe she didn't always feel the Holy Spirit like she had last Sunday at church, but she could never doubt his love. He'd blessed her life in so many ways, given her so many opportunities, surrounded her with so many people who loved her. If only he hadn't taken them each out of her life one by one, until only she and Kitty remained. Weeping may last for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. That's what she had to focus on, God's love and mercy and goodness. There was no point dwelling on painful memories. She didn't want to grow old and bitter. She wanted God's love to pour out of her freely, effortlessly, abundantly. Even if she never fell in love again, Lord, why do I keep thinking about him? Why can't I get him out of my mind? She hated to admit it, but ever since Grandma Lucy's prayer at church, she'd been allowing thoughts of Scott to steal more and more of her mental energy. There had to be something else to focus on. Christmas is in only ten days, Lord. Just ten more days. She still remembered the afternoon she'd come home from her shift at Winter Grove last fall and saw her mom mixing dough. What are you making? Friendship bread starter. If I get it ready now, we can make a batch to welcome Scott when he comes here to meet you. Susanna had looked forward to that visit with the childish hopes of a five-year-old waiting for Santa's sleigh. Ten days until she finally saw Scott face to face, heard his voice for real instead of through electronic wires, looked into his eyes. Just ten more days. Susanna shut off the bathwater and counted again to make sure she'd done the math right. Ten days until Christmas. 
She stood up, ignoring the cold chill that seeped through her skin. Ten more days. If she threw things together today, the starter would be ready to make Amish friendship bread Christmas morning. Mom might be gone. Sorrow might pour out of every one of her pores until she didn't know how she could even breathe. But Susanna was going to give her sister a joyful Christmas, whether she felt like it or not. Chapter 34 April 20th Dear Scott, Happy Easter, or maybe I should say Happy Resurrection Day. I started out this morning really discouraged, since I'd been looking forward to your visit so much. But I'm convinced God knows what he's doing. I wanted to give you an update on Kitty, too. Her fever's a little elevated, but after Mom called Dr. Bell and talked to her on the phone, she said that we don't have to take her in yet. Just a lot of extra fluids. Mom's got a timer going. Every ten minutes, one of us goes in and measures out three cc's of water. That's all. And we do our best to squirt it into the back of her mouth so it can go down by itself and she doesn't have to work too hard swallowing it. We missed church today, so we had our own Easter worship service right there in Kitty's room. It was actually bittersweet. I have the greatest family in the world. Mom's found the man of her dreams, after Dad, of course. But I couldn't be perfectly happy, because this was the weekend you and I were supposed to finally meet. I know that God must have good plans for this, but it's hard. Instead of whining, though, I want to tell you about one of our favorite Easter traditions— Mom started it back when we were little girls, and I'm sure we'll be doing it still when she's 80 years old. So, what we do is Mom gets those little plastic eggs from the store, but instead of hiding candy inside, she writes out either the name of a song or a Bible reference. It doesn't sound like much, but it's really elaborate. I think I counted last year, and it's something like 30 eggs total. By the time you open them all and either read the passage or sing the hymn, you've gone through the entire Easter story from Palm Sunday to the Ascension. It's really neat. One of the best parts, apart from the singing, which is my favorite, is hiding the eggs for Kitty. She's hilarious. We put them all over the house, and then one of us, this year it was Derek, who Kitty just adores, pushes her in her wheelchair. When she spots one, she'll let us know. And that's how we do our Easter egg hunt. It's harder than it sounds, though, because it's over two dozen eggs, and you have to hide them all at Kitty's eye level. So, unless you want to put them all on a table, it takes a lot of creativity coming up with good spots. Derek got us all really bad with one that he hid. You know where he put it? He had a blue egg, and he put it on the kitchen counter. Inside our carton of farm-fresh eggs from Safe Anchorage. It's that goat farm I was telling you about with the neat gift shop, where I got that stationery for those letters I've sent you. Anyway, at the farm, they've got regular hens who lay regular brown eggs, but they've also got the special kind they call Easter eggers, who lay blue eggs. So when Derek hid one in there, it took us all forever to find it. We finally had to give up. 
You should have heard Kitty laugh when she saw where he'd put it. Speaking of Kitty, even though Dr. Bell didn't seem too worried, please keep her in your prayers. I know we'll talk tonight when you call, and I'm sure you'll remember to pray for her then. I love our prayer times together, by the way. But Mom's really worried, and I know we could all use a little extra encouragement today from the Lord. I hope it was a good day for you, too. I miss you, which is kind of goofy to say, but it's true. I wish you were here. You would adore Kitty. She's so amazing. I can't wait until you get to meet her. Yours, Susanna. Thanks again for listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. This has been What Dreams May Come by me, Alana Terry, narrated by Pamela Lawrence. This season of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast is sponsored by our fundraiser for COVID-19 relief work, which you can find out about more when you go to alanaterry.com slash novels. This page will have a link to our fundraiser for as long as it runs. I hope and pray that you stay safe and healthy. I want to thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.